You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. In today's episode, uh, we're going to go through a bunch of weekend takeaways, lots of injury updates, uh, matchups and DFS value plays for Monday. But first, uh, we've got a trade. Uh, the Rays traded shortstop Willie Adamas to Milwaukee, uh, and... Ademus was hitting 197 with a 625 OPS, so this isn't uh, necessarily a, a huge fantasy deal, but historically he's been a pretty adequate middle infield option, kind of on the lower end, but he does have a 20 home run season to his credit. He had an 813 OPS in 2020, uh, so Ademus should be an upgrade uh, in Milwaukee, and really, uh, <laughs> this is a chance for Ademus to kind of continue playing as a starting shortstop and was probably inevitable uh, because Wander Franco is kind of knocking on the door uh, in Tampa Bay. He's widely considered to be the best prospect in baseball uh, and should be up in, in reasonably short order. At the same time, uh, Taylor Walls uh, is the one who get call, got called up uh, for the Rays. And Walls started the season uh, in 14 games at AAA, hitting 327 with a 958 OPS. So, you know, if you're in fantasy and looking at, uh, you know, maybe picking up a guy who... Uh, we don't quite know what the ceiling is for Taylor Walls, uh, but he was hitting well at AAA. Probably worth a look. Uh, at least in deeper leagues, uh, you might want to consider Taylor Walls. So uh, let's now take a look uh, at weekend takeaways, and we'll start with the players who uh, had had impressive performances this weekend, and we'll go with Jesse Winker of Cincinnati. Just <laughs> It's been a monster season here for Winker so far. Uh, and over the weekend, he had five home runs, had seven RBIs, hit 538. Uh, on the season, he has 13 home runs, 28 RBIs, 34 runs scored, hitting 355 with a 1096 OPS. And now uh, I have mentioned uh, recently that selling high on Jesse Winker is probably uh, worthwhile because what are the odds he can keep this up for an entire season? Um, and I suppose that that uh, still plays. Uh, but I also think you're probably okay if you just hang on to Jesse Winker and, and let him keep hitting for you too. Uh, Atlanta third baseman, Austin Riley, hit four home runs over the weekend, drove in nine, hit 583. Uh, he now has nine home runs on the season, uh, hitting 320 with a 963 OPS. This is a, a really nice production for the Braves from somebody who's kind of in the lower portion of their of their batting order. Uh, San Diego shortstop and superstar, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, three home runs, 10 RBI, six runs scored, two stolen bases, and hit 700 over the weekend. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, and for the season, Tatis Jr. has 13 home runs, 26 RBIs, 30 runs scored, 10 stolen bases, a 309 batting average, an 11-11 OPS, and this is all done in 30 games. So he scored 30 runs in 30 games. He's driven in 26 runs in 30 games. Uh, has 13 home runs in 30 games. This is... Uh, you know, there was much debate coming into the season about who was the uh, the top player uh, in fantasy, whether it should be Ronald Acuna Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., maybe Mike Trout. Um, I, I think the, the debate still rages, but Fernando Tatis Jr. has at least uh, uh, legitimized his place uh, in that discussion as either the first or second option. Uh, 
A couple other players had a couple, had multiple stolen bases on the weekend. Texas shortstop Isaiah Kiner-Falefa uh, and Houston uh, left fielder Kyle Tucker. Uh, who else had big weekends? Atlanta second baseman Ozzie Albies, three home runs, six six RBI, seven runs scored while hitting 500. Albies up to nine home runs on the season, has scored 29 runs, uh, but he's o- he's only hitting 238. Uh, but you know the power has boosted him up to an 805 OPS. But uh, there's there's room for that batting average to improve. Uh, speaking of room to improve, Yankee shortstop Gleyber Torres went eight for twelve over the weekend and hit a home run, stopped the presses. Uh, he also drove in eight runs. Uh, so Gleyber now has two home runs on the season, eighteen RBIs, uh, has scored fifteen runs. He's hitting two eighty two, which seems entirely respectable. Uh, but even after that, you know, impressive weekend, his OPS is up to seven twenty nine, uh, which is just barely ahead of where he was last year. He was seven twenty four. Uh, in 2020. And so uh, somewhere along the way, Gleber Torres uh, may recapture the form that uh, had him hit 38 home runs in 2019, but uh, we're not there yet. Uh, now, some pitchers uh, who had top performances on the weekend, and uh, seems almost every week we bring up uh, White Sox starter Carlos Rodon, who went six innings, gave up two hits, no walks, no runs, struck out 13 in Friday's 2 1 loss at the Yankees. Rodon on the season, has started seven games. He's 5-1 and one with a 1.27 ERA, 0.80 whip, 13.1 strikeouts per nine. He's he's just, he's turned into an elite starter. Uh, and really, until we see otherwise, we I guess we just have to presume this is the new new normal here for Carlos Rodon. Uh, in that same game, Yankees starter Jordan Montgomery went seven innings, gave up four hits, no walks, no runs, struck out 11. Uh, and now Montgomery uh, has started nine games this year. He's 2-1, and one, uh, a 4.07 ERA, which... Uh, is not great, but a 1.07 whip and 9.6 strikeouts per nine. I think if you you look at the underlying numbers there, uh, Montgomery might be uh, a worthwhile option as as a buy low candidate because uh, that 4.07 ERA will scare some people off, but the underlying numbers there are pretty good. Uh, Oakland's Chris Bassett uh, went seven and two thirds, uh, gave up five hits, one walk, two and run, struck out eight in Saturday's 6-2 win at the Angels. Uh, Bassett's season in 10 starts, he's 4-2, 3.69 ERA, 1.10 whip, 9.6 strikeouts per nine. Now, he's not matching last year when he had the 2.29 ERA, but this is a pretty quality uh, performance uh, that he's giving. I mean, it, it's maybe the expected regression to have that ERA go from 2.29 to 3.69, but otherwise, uh, Bassett is uh, is really you know delivering some pretty nice numbers there for Oakland. Uh, Miami. Uh, starting pitcher Pablo Lopez went seven innings, gave up four hits, no walks, no runs, struck out eight uh, in Saturday's 3-1 win against the Mets. Now, Lopez has a hard time winning games. He's only won one uh, in 10 starts to go with three losses. He has a 2.70 ERA, 1.18 whip, 8.7 strikeouts per nine. So his strikeout rate isn't overwhelming, uh, but he's a pretty effective pitcher. Uh, again, in the same way with Montgomery, if the ERA uh, might diminish Montgomery's value a little bit. The fact that Lopez isn't winning games might diminish his value a little uh, if you're looking to acquire him. Uh, and one more pitcher, we've got St. Louis's Adam Wainwright. Had a great start Sunday night in a 2-1 loss at the Cubs. Went eight innings, gave one hit, one walk, struck out seven, no runs. Uh, and Wainwright ha- has been you know hit hard in a few of his recent starts. So uh, even after this this great performance on Sunday. He's 2-4 and four on the season, has a 3.95 ERA, 1.19 whip, 8.4 strikeouts per nine uh, through nine starts. And this this is kind of about where you'd expect Wainwright to be, kind of on the fringe of fantasy value that uh, with the right matchups, uh, he, he can be useful as a streaming option uh, or maybe in deeper leagues. But uh, I think uh, as a standard, uh, we're, we're still not sold uh, uh, on Adam Wainwright as uh, someone to be in your rotation uh, consistently throughout the year. All right, when we come back, we will uh, dive into some players who did not 
Uh, have great weekends, along with some injury updates, matchups, DFS value plays, and more. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB get started today. This episode is also brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and National Hockey League. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now to some players that did not uh, have great weekends. And we start with Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman. 0 for 10 uh, on the weekend. Chapman on the season is now hitting 210. He has five home runs, 20 RBIs, 18 runs scored. As I say, a 210 batting average and a 680 OPS. Uh, we've seen better uh, out of Matt Chapman. And certainly uh, maybe batting average isn't a huge strength of his. Uh, but uh, that coupled with only five home runs, uh, we're, we're not getting his best right now. Uh, Houston Astros DH, Jordan Alvarez went 0 for 10. And this was probably overdue. Uh, he, he'd been riding some awfully high percentages uh, at this point. Now he, he only has seven home runs. And I say only because Alvarez has... Uh, the kind of potential where he he could be among the league leaders. Uh, 26 RBIs, 28 runs scored, hitting 318 still. Uh, this is why, in an 890 OPS, this is why I'm, I'm saying that uh, it was probably overdue. Uh, Alvarez was riding a, a batting average on balls and play up over 400. Uh, and, you know, no matter how hard he hits the ball, that's probably not going to, to, to last the full season. Uh, Cincinnati, shortstop and third baseman Eugenio Suarez, uh, continuing his struggles early. He's 0 for 10 uh, on the weekend. Now, he still has nine home runs, so he when he does make contact, he can still hit it out, but he's hitting 148 uh, on the season with a 571 OPS. So uh, definitely there are issues <laughs> with Eugenio Suarez, but I, I mentioned him as a buy-low option last week, and I, I think I, you still have to stand by that because uh, the, the power is going to be there. Uh, you just have to assume that he's not going to hit 150 for an entire season. Uh, 
Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon was 0 for 9 over the weekend. He's off to a relatively slow start here. Has three home runs, 12 RBIs, 13 runs scored, hitting 234 with a 681 OPS. And you know, given uh, what we know about Rendon uh, historically, uh, these numbers are well below uh, what you would expect. Uh, and uh, Seattle outfielder Jared Kelenic. Uh, top prospect who got called up recently uh, is still struggling. Uh, he went 0 for 9 over the weekend, uh, and in his first 10 major league games, Kalanick does have a home run, three RBIs, two runs scored, uh, one stolen base, but he's hitting 135 with a 470 OPS. Now, um, I, I don't want to press the panic button yet uh, on Jared Kalanick, but if you're trying to win this year, uh, you know you might be a little less patient. Uh, than you would be if you're in a dynasty league where uh, you're going to kind of wait it out with Kalanick to get uh, the long-term value. Uh, but, you know, players making a jump to uh, to the major leagues, uh, sometimes it, it will take them uh, a little while before you get uh, a real impact. And then right now, uh, you, the only impact you're getting out of Kalanick is, is a negative one. All right, to some pitchers uh, who struggled over the weekend. We'll start with Cleveland's uh, Tristan McKenzie, who got sent down. Uh, after Friday's 10-0 loss to Minnesota, McKenzie went three and a third innings, gave up two hits, five walks, six earned runs. Uh, and on the season now, he has a one and three record, a 6.89 ERA, 1.69 whip. Now he still has 12.6 strikeouts per nine, uh, but I think part of the reason McKenzie's getting sent down, he has 8.6 walks per nine. And you know that, no matter how good a pitcher you are, uh, otherwise, if you're still walking that many batters, that, that won't fly uh, in the major leagues. And so uh, Tristan McKenzie, still uh, young enough that he has tons of potential and, and should bounce back, but he's going to have to find the strike zone uh, to do it. Uh, Pittsburgh's Tyler Anderson, uh, who's been a nice story, uh, for a good portion of, of the season so far, uh, got rocked uh, on Friday in a 20 to one loss at Atlanta. He went five innings, gave up 10 hits, two walks, nine earned runs. Now he still struck out seven. Uh, Anderson does miss bats, uh, but on Friday it also appeared that uh, the bats could uh, connect. Uh, and so through nine starts, Anderson three and four, 4.73 RA. That's the killer. Uh, 1.23 whip and 8.9 strikeouts per nine. Those, those numbers are okay. Uh, but yeah, that 4.73 ERA uh, suddenly not so appealing for fantasy. Uh, Baltimore's Bruce Zimmerman went three innings uh, in Saturday's 12-9 loss at Washington, gave up seven hits, one walk, five earned runs, struck out two. Uh, Zimmerman's ERA is up to 5.59 with a 1.55 whip, only seven strikeouts per nine innings too. Which uh, you know when you combine that with the uh, those other numbers, uh, that probably knocks him out of fantasy value uh, altogether. Uh, Washington's John Lester uh, in the 12-9 win against Baltimore. So this was a classic pe- pitching matchup. Uh, John Lester went only four innings. He had five hits, three walks, six earned runs, struck out four. Uh, and so in five starts now, Lester has a 5.33 RA, 1.50 whip, 6.4 strikeouts per nine. None of those things uh, have any real appeal for fantasy. Uh, and Lester, through maybe his first three starts, was was adequate. Uh, but there were some underlying concerns there that uh, seem to have caught up with him already. Uh, and so I, I don't think John Lester is really of, uh, of great fantasy appeal at this stage of his career. Uh, Milwaukee's Adrian Hauser uh, in Friday's 9-4 loss at Cincinnati went four innings. He had five hits, uh, four walks, six earned runs. Uh, he still struck out four, uh, but Hauser now uh, through he has 4.53 RA, 1.40 whip, 7.8 strikeouts per nine with a three and five record. All, all of this kind of puts him, you know, just outside uh, the realm of, of fantasy uh, value. You know, with the right matchup, Adrian Hauser still might, uh, you might give him a try, uh, 
but uh, certainly in a road game at Cincinnati, which is a very hitter-friendly park, that, that would not be one of those instances you want to give them a try. Uh, then we've got Pittsburgh's JT Brubaker. Uh, in Sunday, 7-1 loss at Atlanta. Brubaker went five and a third innings, gave seven hits. Uh, no walks, seven earned runs. He gave up three home runs. And, and really, Brubaker's been off to such a great start uh, for Pittsburgh uh, that you know I'm not going to get too carried away uh, with this. I mean, you, you, your expectations coming into the season were, would have been fairly modest, and and I don't think you have to uh, hit the panic button yet on Brubaker. Uh, but you know, this this is sort of a concern when you have a start where you give up seven earned runs, uh, including three home runs. Uh, we'll see whether or not that's uh, an aberration or, or whether Brubaker can kind of get get it back uh, and be, uh, you know, the, the kind of high-quality starter that he's been uh, for the early portion of this season. Now, every episode, uh, I offer up one player uh, that is rostered in uh, 10% or less of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, and and maybe it's somebody you need to race out to the waiver wire to get, or maybe it's somebody uh, that you kind of just put on your radar and be ready to scoop up when the time is right. Uh, and what we're going with today is uh, St. Louis Cardinals shortstop Edmundo Sosa. Uh, in the wake of Paul DeYoung's injury, Sosa is getting a chance to play regularly, uh, and he's probably opening some eyes. Right now, he's on a five-game hitting streak, hitting 588 uh, in that time. Uh, and at AAA, uh, Sosa hit 283, had a 780 OPS with 22 home runs and 705 plate appearances. He should have an adequate bat uh, uh, to be a major leaguer. Uh, but if you need a short-term middle infield option kind of right now, uh, you could go out and grab Sosa because he's rostered in just 1% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, and when we come back, we'll grab some injury updates, uh, then matchups and DFS value plays for a light Monday schedule in Major League Baseball. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA and NHL are in their playoffs, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, as, as always, when we come out of a weekend, there's usually a significant number of injuries to uh, to look at, and we'll open up with Dodgers right fielder Moogie Betts, day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Uh, when it's day-to-day, we're not going to get terribly concerned, but uh, if uh, one day turns into two, turns into three, uh, then maybe we start to to be a little uh, more concerned about it. And in the case of Betts, uh, he also ha- has not uh, performed this season in, in the way that uh, he, he might have been expected to. You know, we talked earlier about uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Ronald Acuna Jr. as uh, possible number one overall picks. Mookie Betts was in that conversation too. Uh, he has not been uh, hitting that way for the Dodgers this year. Uh, Minnesota starting pitcher Kenta Maeda has landed on the 10-day injury list with a groin injury. Uh, it's been a rough start here for Meta, who was second in American League Cy Young voting last year. Uh, he has not <laughs> been pitching like that uh, in 2021. Uh, Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras is day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, it appears that uh, he, he did not break the wrist, uh, which is uh, good news. Uh, but uh, he took a uh, an errant fastball off it, and you know the, it's you're, you're lucky if you manage to uh, take a bruise out of that rather than. Uh, a break. Uh, Toronto third baseman Kevin Biggio is on the 10-day injured list. Uh, with a neck injury, Biggio has not been uh, playing great for the Blue Jays to begin with, uh, but uh, maybe this this will offer him a chance to, to reset 
when he comes back. Uh, a couple of injuries in San Diego. Trent Grisham is day-to-day with a heel injury. The day-to-day nature, we, we won't get too worried about it. Uh, Padres third baseman Manny Machado, uh, also dealing with a strained shoulder, uh, also kind of in the day-to-day range. So we're not uh, not getting hyper-concerned about those yet, but uh, always beware. Uh, Arizona starting pitcher Taylor Widener <laughs> returned from uh, the injured list to start on Sunday, lasted an inning and two-thirds uh, before the groin uh, caused him problems again. And so uh, he's not back on the injured list, at least not yet, uh, but... Uh, they may just try wait and see uh, whether he can make his next start. Uh, Boston outfielder Alex Verdugo dealing with a hamstring injury. And apparently this has been uh, lingering with Verdugo all season. Uh, and so that's probably just uh, going to be something that has to be monitored uh, all, all season long, which <laughs> that's not ideal, but uh, seems to be the, the case. Uh, Milwaukee second baseman Colton Wong is day-to-day with an arm injury after getting hit by a pitch. Uh, Cincinnati Red starter Wade Miley uh, dealing with a sprained foot he got rocked uh, in the start following his no-hitter. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Miley's fantasy appeal might be taking a bit of a, a ding here at the moment. Uh, St. Louis starting pitcher Miles Mikolas uh, had been working his way back uh, in rehab starts and, and things were going all right. Uh, but now he's landed on the 10-day injured list with a strained forearm and uh, that, that could be a real problem. Uh St. Louis center fielder Dylan Carlson, uh, day-to-day with a back injury right now, had him as a, as a sell-high option uh, late last week, uh, in part because he's, uh, A, he's not hitting home runs. <laughs> he, he last hit his home run, last hit a home run in, in like early April. Uh, but he also uh, is kind of riding the high percentages, like a high batting average on balls in play, uh, despite not hitting the ball uh, especially hard. Uh, and so uh, Carlson is kind of, his fantasy value is teetering on the brink at the moment. Uh, Philadelphia starting pitcher Matt Moore has landed on the 10-day injured list with a back injury. Uh, the Phillies have called up Spencer Howard, uh, a chance there for uh, their, their top pitching prospect. Uh, Miami second baseman Isen Diaz uh, is on the seven-day injured list, which uh, is for players with a concussion, so uh, that's where our suspicions will lie. Uh, Mets second baseman Jose Peraza is dealing with a calf injury right now, uh, with Jeff McNeil already out. That uh, that adds some complications for the Mets. Uh, and uh, Seattle reliever Kendall Graveman uh, is on the COVID-19 injured list uh, right now. So uh, let's grab some matchups for Monday. Uh, on betonline.ag, only a couple. It's a it's a light schedule. We've got eight games, uh, but uh, Baltimore with John Means on the mound, minus 106, uh, and Minnesota with Matt Shoemaker. Uh, yes, John Means uh, is not going to kind of continue pitching at, at the level that he has so far this season, uh, but he's still been really effective. And, and compared to Shoemaker, who's been at the other end of the spectrum, uh, I'll take Means as a as a very slight favorite. Uh, and then Seattle with Yusei Kikuchi on the mound, plus 146 at Oakland and Frankie Montes. And now Montes uh, has been coming around after a, a slow start, but he's still got an ERA almost of almost five. Uh, and so I don't mind Kikuchi there uh, as, as a value play, getting plus 146 uh, in that game. And, and now let's, uh, thanks to betonline.ag for those odds, let's grab a few DFS value plays, and literally only a few uh, uh, for uh, Monday's games. So Mets starter David Peterson is $7,000 against Colorado. Uh, one Colorado on the road this year is not uh, a particularly dangerous lineup. Uh, and also Peterson's underlying numbers have been have been pretty good. Uh, and so I think that, uh, you know, he, he's due for uh, some better results uh, than what his uh, ERA has shown. And, and so $7,000 on David Peterson, not, uh, not a bad value play. Uh, Cleveland first baseman outfielder Josh Naylor is $3,600. Uh, at Detroit with Spencer Turnbull on the mound. Uh, and Turnbull has, has pitched well, uh, obviously has a no-hitter. Uh, and 
but Naylor at that price and, and over his last 20 games, Naylor has been, uh, been hitting at a pretty high level. Uh, and then Baltimore's outfielder, Anthony Santander, uh, who's returned from injury. He's $3,300 going against Shoemaker. And uh, really, that's just a, a bargain price for uh, a guy who has uh, some pretty high upside. Uh, that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey uh, as well as the playoffs are rocking and rolling there. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, apparently, the the iTunes algorithm is, uh, is causing problems again with our uh, podcast showing up so if you have to go elsewhere you can check out stitcher spotify odyssey uh, wherever else you might find your podcasts uh, stay locked in with locked on fantasy baseball your daily source for fantasy news and analysis today on the locked on today podcast the knicks were left stunned and father time lost at the pga championship get more of the sports news you need in less time with the locked on today podcast follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts